This is the Buzz Adams Morning Show Podcast. Barstool Talk Daily. Except it's really early in the morning and no booze. For the most part. Thank you and good morning, everybody, and welcome to the program. Thank you for joining us this Tuesday morning, two for Tuesday later on the Buzz Adams Morning Show, and we've got a lot of excitement for today's show. Oh my God! I had to text Joanna as soon as I heard they caught the they caught the escapee from Mississippi prison and the jail guard who helped him escape. The corrections officer. And they took him in, and she shot herself, apparently. She died. And she, oh, my God. Vicky died. So this is Vicky Casey White. No relation. Again, no relation. <laughs> Although, I saw a couple of reports yesterday that when when they took Casey White, he was the inmate, six foot nine mm-hmm. inmate that went on the lam with his one of his captors. He told the police, and this was in Indiana, so they went all the way, I guess, from Mississippi to Indiana. And he told the police, you got to help my wife. Mm-hmm. She, she's shot, but I didn't shoot her. Uh, words to that effect. Did you hear that yes, part of it, I Joanna? Yes, where he referred to her as his wife. What? And he's all like, I didn't shoot her. She shot herself. Did you see the car? It flipped. Oh, my God. Yeah. Telling you the story has everything. <laughs> Drama. Action. A Sex. Love <laughs> no, that's what they were saying in the reports. Supposedly, Sex. they don't even know whether their relationship was physical or not. You know, there's another weird thing. So we heard that sheriff uh, from Mississippi who said, Oh, Vicky was an exemplary employee. Nobody had any idea this was going on. And then they mm-hmm. talked to some people who worked at the jail with her. And they said, ah, none of us are surprised. She was totally sweet on the guy. Oh, man. I, did you hear that? No. That, re- that report came out last week sometime. So uh, Casey White, who was in jail for, he's accused of murder. Uh, he's back in custody. Vicky White deceased after apparently shooting herself in the head as police were closing in. Incredible. Um, so I was kind of watching this like a like a soap opera. <laughs> well, as much as you could. I mean, they'd been on the lam for like 11 days. Mm-hmm. But those 11 days, within those 11 days, a great Netflix docu-series <laughs> oh, yeah. exists. We I was telling it. Buzz, I think Lifetime would be a good place for this. Lifetime, Netflix. Yeah. Lifetime's basic cable, though, so everything's right. going to be kind of sanitized for, like, for Lifetime. I feel like Netflix would come in and sweep up the rights oh, hell to yeah. that. You know, or, or Hulu. Hulu's doing really good with the docu-series also. What's the one that... Uh, I'm watching the one about Martha Mitchell... John Mitchell's wife, played by Julia Roberts. That's the one on Stars, right? Oh, uh, stars. Yeah, there you stars. go. Yeah. See? So there are a lot of different options for when you're going to put a real life story on TV. Uh, that one is called Gaslit. Mm-hmm. Why did you call Joanna and not me? Because <laughs> it was our thing. You didn't, you didn't really seem, seem to be interested. into. That's right. That's exactly correct. You didn't seem as interested. Every time I would bring it up, Joanna would either 
feign interest or be oh, genuinely interested. Yeah, I don't Yesterday, know. Yesterday, I took a nap, and when I woke up, I saw Buzz's text. And I was like, oh, my God, it's happening. And did you immediately jump online to see yes. what kind of details you could get? That was the intended uh, reaction. That's what I wanted you to do. I wanted to be the first to tell you. Thank you. And I wanted you to jump online immediately to find to follow up. Uh, all right, so that's a big story that's going on. Coming up uh, later on the show, Sydney Alvarez, who does a podcast for First Life Federal Credit Union, is going to drop by later today and talk about their most recent podcast. We got that uh, coming up at a true crime report also on the way in just a few moments. Well, about an hour for the true crime report. Let's uh, take a look at what else we're working on. Entertainment news, Joanna, what do we have coming up in our Hollywood news later? Well, it turns out the same security company that worked at the event where Dave Chappelle was attacked was also on duty during Astroworld's tragedy in Houston. Ah, so, so they got the best of the best. It's not a great year for that company. What <laughs> a dramatic stab there. Thank you. Well-timed. So they're called Contemporary Services Corporation, and sources say their practice of hiring inexperienced staff as independent contractors might have something to do with failures at both events. <laughs> nice. There were no fatalities at the Netflix as a joke. No. Dave Chappelle got tackled. I I think the guy that tackled him though got roughed up pretty bad by Buster Rhymes, Buster Rhymes and Jamie, Jamie Fox and everyone but the security company. Yeah, that's right. And none of those guys <laughs> looked like they worked for security. All those guys looked like friends. They were. Did you hear Dave Chappelle talk about it afterwards, where he said, "I've always wanted to stomp on an mf'er," and he said, "Buster was trying to show me how to do it." Rhymes, bust head. Is that your Dave Chappelle? That's, that's, Is that your Dave Chappelle impersonation? Yeah. Pretty offensive. Why? <laughs> <laughs> I think it sounds like him. <laughs> you can only impersonate Dave Chappelle if it's one of his characters. No, I can impersonate him. You can you can impersonate him if he's impersonating Rick James. You can I've impersonate him. Stop it, mother I've always <laughs> wanted to stomp on a mammoth. <laughs> uh, all right, news headlines, Nico. What do you have coming up in the news today? So, you may have heard people decrying Mercury's in retrograde, but what does that really mean? Hmm. We're going to find out. That's your news article? You, you haven't looked at the news yet today. No, have I have. There, this is my article about Mercury's in retrograde. You wrote an article about Mercury? I was asking about the news. <laughs> yeah, this is the news. No, it's not. You're going to put about Mercury and retrograde in news? Well, right here. Mercury's in retrograde. Is it? Yep. And McDonald's is trying to help people out with that. So today on TikTok, they're having a live tarot reading on TikTok. And McDonald's will be giving away a free... Did you Mc say tarot? <laughs> tarot reading. Tarot. They're... You, you guys and your pronunciation <laughs> and your <laughs> insistence on facts. It, it's tarot. You can say tarot. You don't have to say tarot. Okay. okay. Tarot reading on TikTok. You can get a free McChicken okay, or McDouble with the purchase of medium fries, but there's yeah. a hitch. Only good on the app. On the day of Mercury and retrograde? Not any single part of that is a newsworthy item. Yeah. 
I thought you'd be interested. N- no. This explains why Buzz is like this. <laughs> <laughs> you can see it. It's because in Mercury's in retrograde. Yeah. Okay, that's great. <laughs> I just, I'm just dumbfounded. Why? I thought people should know about the McChicken McDouble. <laughs> <laughs> thought it was important. I, you know what? It's your segment for now. So I'm going to let For you now. do <laughs> what you want to do. Here's why avocados could become extinct sooner rather than later. Would that have been a better could one? become extinct? Yeah. Okay, that's something we as a public yeah. need to know about. You know what? Run down some al- alternative headlines, <laughs> and I'll tell you which ones are interesting. Okay, here's why avocados could become extinct sooner rather than later. That's one. Good to know. People admit the things that they're too old for. That's us. The best apps for sexting action are today's clean up your room day. Oh my God. Today's national shrimp day. Your news makes USA Today seem like the Wall Street Journal. I feel like whoever would listen to me now is probably not going to listen to me in two hours when I actually do the news. So Also, anybody who's coming to you for their news source... I mean, that's your problem. You probably get what you deserve. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you probably you probably deserve this it. This is what you get. You deserve a McChicken. All right? That's what people deserve right now. All right. Um, coming up, we've got a lot of tickets to give away. We've got a five-pack to go see the Chihuahuas game tomorrow at Southwest Ooh. University Park. So we've got a five-pack today during the morning show. We've got a five-pack tomorrow also, which... Seems like an odd number, right? Something tells me we probably had ten tickets, and they said, "You know what? Make it two families." You know, and yeah, like a family of four and they, instead of five couples. Yeah, and they they could take a fifth, a friend, a fifth, whatever. Grandma, KLQ <laughs> welcomes Hard Rock Icons, Scorpions, and White Snake to the Don Haskins Center. That was the big concert announcement Ooh. yesterday. This is going to be Monday, September the nineteenth. Tickets go on sale Friday. Uh, at 10 a.m., and they're going to be on sale through Ticketmaster. We're going to have win them before you can buy them tickets all this week during the morning show and also throughout the day. So to win free tickets for the Scorpions and Whitesnake, it, you know what it's going to be like? Like about 1987, baby, all over again. This would have been like the biggest concert tour. Of, In 1987? Yeah, probably like oh. 86, 87. Uh, Scorpions on their Rock Believer North American Tour. White Snake is on their Farewell Tour September 19th at the Don Haskins Center. Uh, check the KLAQ mobile app for exclusive contests. There'll be some of those contests that we're doing through the KLAQ mobile app. It's free download. And during the morning show and throughout the day on KLAQ all week long, right up until those tickets go on sale at 10 a.m. on Friday, you could win those tickets from KLAQ. It's the Buzz Adams Morning Show Podcast. On the way this morning, Sydney Alvarez is going to be by to talk about the latest First Life Federal Credit Union podcast, Get Lit. The topic this week, Seven Tips to Beat Inflation. The economy is kind of a major story this this well, it has I mean, it's always a major story, but... <laughs> the economy. The, the economy. Let's talk about the economy. Uh, that's right. The Fed is increasing their interest rates, which has forced a lot of people to pull back on their assets. A lot of people have been selling off stocks yesterday. The S&P was down. So was the NASDAQ. 
Didn't Bitcoin take a big hit yesterday? Bitcoin cratered yesterday. They're calling it a bank run. It's fu- it's below 33,000 right now. I a think. bank run like in It's a Wonderful Life? <laughs> Where George Bailey has to ask people, how much just to get you to the end of the month? <laughs> <laughs> yes, it's exactly like that, but with Bitcoin. What, what does cratered mean? The price. Just means the price is going... Yeah, but it. did it go to the point, like all those people who became... Bitcoin millionaires, like they lost it all if they still. Well, let's have just say Bitcoin. this: at one point, uh, uh, there was a point at which Bitcoin, one Bitcoin, was sixty thousand dollars. One Bitcoin. One Bitcoin, and now it's thirty, and that was only like thirty thousand. Thirty thousand. Well, right now it's we're trading at thirty-two. Uh, seven tips to beat inflation. Maybe we can get Sydney to go through like three for us. Yeah, absolutely. Inflation is going to be on everybody's minds. Uh, Today, uh, the Biden administration is coming out uh, with their proposals for fighting inflation. Joe Biden will be giving a big speech later on in the day. I've got my own strategy for dealing with uh, rising gas prices. Gas X? (laughs) No, that's dealing with (laughs) gas. Nice. Thank you. You want to hear it? Yes. Yes. I don't drive as much. (laughs) That is a, yeah, that's a legit. Once or twice a week, I will typically, I'll go and, you know, just go for a drive. And I'm cutting back on that. Right. I figure if gas is up, what did I see it? Like $3.95? I think I saw on the way into work. Uh, And it's up to $4.30 something. National? National average is $4.30. But you know, whatever. Every now and then I'll, I'll get out and just take a Sunday drive. And I don't. You know, I'm going to cut back on that. Uh, yeah, d- you're lucky. You come from a place of privilege where you can, you know, uh, get to work in five minutes and you live very close uh, and you don't really drive that much in- anywhere. What about the people that have to go to Horizon, Buzz? There's a there's a EPCC campus there. It's Mission uh, Campus. I used to have to drive all that way and gas, you know. I would just say... I'd be filling up twice a week, and there would be no cutting back. There's no cutting back on that driving. Like every bit of driving you do is absolutely essential. Well, I'm saying if you're driving from one end of the city to the other every day because you have work or school, um, yeah, you, it's it's hard to cut back like you know, that. I, I, I've had friends in L.A. through the years, and they're like, uh, you know, L.A., the weather's always perfect, but one of the prices you pay is traffic, and it takes me an hour and 15 minutes one way to get to work. And right. I was always like, why don't you buy? Why don't you live closer to where you work? Just buy a house closer. It's that simple. It's not. If it's an hour and fifteen minutes, with traffic, I mean yeah, yeah, the yeah. distance really could be like a thirty-minute drive. But yeah, traffic will make things. So you. But I, mean, I know L.A. well enough to know that every place where there's like an office building or a place people would work, there are houses closer to that. Wouldn't it be worth it to save yourself like? two and a half hours every day if you just tried to live closer to where you work? Not if it's way more expensive. Okay. Does, like, cost come in in your mind at all for these kind of things? Yeah. Like, some people are... You might have to live in a smaller place to live closer, but just for convenience sake. Sometimes people can't pay for convenience. You know. All right. So you're saying I'm not, I can't really identify. You cannot identify (laughs) with the struggles of inflation right now. I'll let you know when it starts. Yeah, let let me know when it hits. (laughs)
when it hits you, please let us all know. Uh, yeah, like Joanna. Joanna uh, drives from the Northeast every day. Yeah, it's like Central. Central. Hey, come it, on, it, help me make my it's point. It's much more like Central. <laughs> And it's probably about the same distance as my drive. It probably <laughs> is, actually. Really? Now, you take about 15 minutes to get here? About 10. 10. Yeah. <laughs> I forgot that used to be your commute, too. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's right. <laughs> what do you, how far away do you live? Like, without traffic, three minutes, right? Three, three to, minutes? Three, three to, to five. five. Yeah, yeah, three to five You've minutes. You've timed it. Real I, handy. Uh, yeah, I've left at cool. I've left at five fifty five before and made it <laughs> made it before six o'clock, <laughs> or around about. About yeah. Alexandria Ocasio Cortez tweeted out uh, a statement about Texas abortion law that turns out to be uh, inaccurate. So we're fact checking AOC on this one. Okay. Uh, she tweeted out addressing. Uh, you know, the abortion issue, she said, in Texas, Republicans passed a law allowing rapists to sue their victims for getting an abortion. And Texas does have some of the strictest laws restricting access to abortion. And they, you know, came up with this whole thing where it's like anybody can sue anybody. You can for totally snitch. The public can sue mm-hmm. the doctor. They can sue the person who got the abortion. And that's kind of been copied by uh, or a few other states are looking into copying it uh, however the law specifically says that here let me read it for you uh, notwithstanding any other law civil action under this section may not be brought by a person who impregnated the abortion patient through an act of rape sexual assault incest or any other prohibited by sections 22.01. It goes through the whole penal code. So basically, uh, the one thing that the Texas law doesn't allow is for a rapist to sue the person who got the abortion. It doesn't. A, a, a rapist cannot sue their victim. So she was wrong. Yes, that was given a, a completely false on uh, fact-checking, so. Six killed in gangland-style shooting in Juarez on Friday. I didn't hear about this until today. It's in the newspaper, though. A gangland-style shooting left six people dead during rush-hour traffic on Friday evening uh, on Avenida Tecnologico in front of the Technological Institute of Ciudad Juarez, Gunman fired nearly 40 rounds into a gray Chevrolet Spark. Reminiscent of the drug cartel wars of a decade ago. Also, two of the uh, victims were children. A boy, 10 to 12 years old. A girl, 10 to 12 years old. I sometimes feel some pressure to, to say that I think that Juarez is still like completely safe and you know it's a great idea to go over and spend time in Juarez but on a real personal level I'm just not sure and people would say well people get shot like outside bars you're always hearing about people getting shot in El Paso I don't know but always but yeah there have been over 300 homicides this year alone in Juarez that's pretty that's huge and they say that most of them are 
uh, bystanders drug, or no drug related. Oh, okay. No, I I don't think yeah bystanders are some of them, but the point being, you know, you could be somewhere in Juarez and they just unload and you might get hit by a stray bullet. Well, April they- had sixty three homicides which was the lowest monthly total of 2022 so far. There have been more than 300 homicides, and authorities say mostly fighting between gangs and criminal organizations over control of the drug markets. So. Well, you know, the unfortunate part about it is I, people I still have to live there. So, and they well, come sure, and yeah. they and they they might go to school here. They might work here. And so, when when you talk to people and they say, "Well, it's not that bad in some places," well, it's because well, there's still people going back and forth. So I'll, they have to, I'll tell you this: if somebody comes into town, like every everybody seems aware that there's there was a cartel war, and some of them are even aware, oh, but it's not as bad as it was like a decade ago. Yes. So people might ask, "Hey." uh, is it clear to go over to Juarez? You know, like you want to take me over to War- a visitor from out of town. A lot, for yeah, a lot of times. Yeah, and my call is usually mm. no. It'd be nice, but no, not ready for that yet. But I don't want to fear monger either. Right. But three hundred homicides—that's a lot in less than five months. Is it's a big first quarter. Is outrageous. Joanna, did you ever party in uh, Juarez for high school? Like when you were underage? Oh, no. It was too... Because that's when the, the violence started around then? No. It was a little it later. A, it was a little later, yeah. Um, but, I mean, we went to... Like, as a family, we went to Juarez almost every weekend. And there was always a party there, so... <laughs> and I, I certainly appreciate... I had no need to go to the bars. I certainly appreciate having family and... You know, some things you do, even if uh, it is a little bit dangerous. And I certainly understand people, you know, some people Mm -hmm. go across to buy gas because it's cheaper, you know, or or medical medicine medicine and stuff like that. So I totally get it. My family actually moved away. So wait, when what started? When all the violence started, a lot of my family moved away. You mean family in Juarez? Yeah. Where'd they move? To Coahuila. Where's that? Like 12 hours away from Juarez. Oh, crap. So they really up and moved like out of state? Yes. Or is it still in Chihuahua? No, it's out of state. Nico, did you hear about this interview that the former defense secretary gave to 60 Minutes? Mark Esper was the defense secretary at the end of the of the Trump years. Yes, he was. He was the secretary um, of defense. He, right, secretary of defense. And I, I watch 60 Minutes every week, but I just got around to watching it yesterday. Because I DVR'd it, <laughs> <laughs> but he's like he's an say, old man. <laughs> no, old uh, like I'm not old yet because I can still. De- what are you saying? DVR is DVR. so. I think 60 Minutes is available on Hulu, and you can just right. watch it the next. You day. You can just watch. You don't have 60 to. Scott, are you set to DVR? <laughs> and I don't know how to stop it. So Esper's written a book, and I think this is going to be the way for a lot of uh, Trump administration officials. At some point, they're going to write a book and give interviews where they were saying, look, and this is basically what he's saying. It was bad, and I knew it was bad, but I knew that if I resigned, there would be somebody who was more blindly loyal to the president who would step in, 
Well, of course, that's going to drive the MAGA crowd crazy. It's like there, that's the definition of the deep state, right? Right. Are people who have been career politicians Mm -hmm. talking the president out of doing what he wants to do. But some of the stuff that he, according to Mark Esper, wanted to do, uh, shoot rockets into Mexico to go after drug cartels, uh, blockade Cuba. A complete withdrawal of forces from South Korea. Just what are we there for? Bringing our bring people all, home from all embassies the in Africa. And so then Mark Esper said in his memoir, none of this was in our nation's interests. And as I calmly responded with facts, data, and arguments, I saw some irritation in him. I was the new guy pushing back, Esper wrote. I knew right then and there that this job would be far more challenging than I had anticipated. So Mark Esper, lifelong Republican. He's always been a Republican. Now he's written this book saying, hey, I, I stayed in this job. Because I knew that if I left, they might put somebody in who's just not going to discourage Trump from doing this stuff. Right. They're just going to get somebody who's going to enable him. Right. And I, I think that there are going to be a lot of people as the, as the years go by that are disavowing. Uh, and I think Ivanka might be one of them already that would like to do that. No. You don't think his daughter would like to get all no. of her high society no. friends? No, I think she's no. full in. It's her family, yeah. She was full in on that train. Her, look at her husband. Blood he, in, blood out. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, Mark Esper was uh, fired or resigned. Uh, uh, no, he was actually fired uh, by Trump in November. Brought, after the election. Yeah. At, which like, Trump lost. But. He had wanted to. He had wanted to fire Mark Esper because uh, Esper had had publicly come out saying that he didn't agree with the photo op uh, that they took in front of the church during the uh, yeah the, where Trump went and held a Bible upside down right for the uh, camera for the Floyd uh, George Floyd George protest. Floyd protest. Hold on, I got a little clip. He's talking about the Floyd uh, protest and where we're picking up here. Mark Esper had just told uh, Nora O'Donnell Trump wanted paratroopers like. U.S. military paratroopers to come into Washington, D.C., and he had a suggestion that Trump wanted to know why they couldn't do this. Okay, so then they go into more of the interview, but... He's 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 saying that uh, Trump wanted to uh, threaten to deploy 10,000 active duty troops to Washington, D.C. to quell protests in June of 2020. Do you remember in some of the Seattle protests... People dressed all in black in unmarked vehicles were going and grabbing some of the protesters. Yes. Don't you imagine that was probably like something that the president, Trump at the time, had wanted. And they said, all right, well, we'll let you, we'll let you do that. Because Esper's saying that him and some other high-ranking officials had like four no's that they would give the president. You were telling me about this. What were the no, like an automatic no, no new wars, no new wars, no unnecessary conflict, no politicization, politicalization. Yeah. Politic. Don't politicize (laughs) the military. Okay. So let's get the point across. Whatever the word is, don't politicize the The military. military. Right. And so if, if uh, Trump was going to do any of these things in the last six months, this is what uh, Miley Millie. Millie. God, General Millie. Millie uh, General Milley and Mark Esper um, sat down and they were like, these are the things we will push back on. If he tries to do anything, we will not. We will make sure that we're in tandem uh, pushing back. So no new wars. If he wanted to get into a new war or start a conflict with somebody, 
um, if he wanted to use the military as a as a parade thing or as a tool to just uh, wave in front of supporters, he they wouldn't let him do that. Um, so yeah, that was their no pact. But couldn't you see more people from the Trump years trying to salvage? As time goes by, their reputation. By I saying, think look, I was there, and I know there was a lot of shady stuff going on, but I only stayed where, there because I know it could have been worse. Where if I do left. you think we are in America? Do you think that most of the people who support Trump know that they're wrong? I think a lot of them have a sneaking suspicion. Did you not see the primary wins that all the the candidates that Donald Trump supported won their primaries? Yeah, I think the MAGA voters are a little behind the curve, but a lot of the MAGA cabinet members and senior administration officials... That could be J.D. Vance in, in the fall. I mean, all of these people could win their elections. We have no idea. No, no, but I'm talking about people who worked in the administration. In the administration during don't, the you don't Trump see year. Mike Pompeo saying anything like that. Yeah, I, I, they're probably like some... You know, this happened with Nixon. A lot of the people who were caught up in the Watergate thing you know, yeah, but there was an actual really trial. Spilt the tea, right? There, there was. There, there has a, been no trial for for this. You know, there's a congressional investigation going on, there but is. I also think that a lot of these people are going to take the initiative on their own, write a book, and then you know, one of the things, if you're not part of the MAGA crowd, you say, "Well, why didn't you do, do something? something about it before?" And the they're going to say, "Well, I didn't do something because I knew that I would just be replaced with somebody who was more of a, you know, puppet." Or whatever. Yeah. Well, I mean, I, I don't. I don't. But even the even the rank and file. What did you say, John? An enabler. Enabler. Yeah, yeah. You're an enabler, and he's saying, no, no, not enabling. I was just like the last line of defense, or they would have. You, you, you see know, maybe some they would have sent troops in and shot Black Lives Matter protesters in the legs. Yeah, there's a lot of establishment to people his that credit, went for him. Trump did say in the legs. <laughs> He's like, it's not like I told him to shoot him in the head. head. Or I said in the legs. In the legs. Well, Donald Trump has come back and refuted se- several of the things that uh, Mark Esper has said. Oh, He's called him weak, a loser. Called him weak, weak a loser. loser. Somebody. Yeah. He said that he was pushed onto him by rhinos. <laughs> Even if Trump were right about that, didn't he pick a lot of losers? You know, for his administration. Uh, didn't he say, right. "I'm only going to get the very best, the smartest, anybody who disagrees with him." Suddenly, they're a loser. And it, when asked about the... I didn't the, know they were going to be losers. Mark Esper was a stiff who was desperate not to lose his job. He would do anything I wanted. That's why I called him Jesper. That's a real line. Yes, <laughs> <laughs> I will give credit. The most hilarious president we've ever had. Yeah, he's hilarious. Trump. Just I don't think pre- presidents should be hilarious. <laughs> I don't think they should be entertaining. I agree. I don't want my president to be a comedian. Right. I don't want him to be like the number one entertainer. I want of him all to be time. boring and serious. <laughs> and if they're going to have a sense of humor and smart, it's going to be a smart sense of humor like Lincoln. <laughs> 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 Not just going around and giving everybody nicknames. Um. Yeah, but I think even like the the people who go to the rallies and stuff, I think somewhere in the back of their minds they know it's like, well, you know, all of this is probably bad for the country in the long run, but it really pisses off the left who I hate. So as long as it's pissing them off, oh, yeah. they're going to stick with it. Oh, yeah. Uh, one other story here. Elon Musk has suggested there's a chance he might die under mysterious circumstances. The hell? Have you, have you ever heard people say, like, 
if anything weird ever happens to me, it wasn't an accident. Yeah, you told me that like three months ago. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> <laughs> you said that? Yeah, you did. We're talking about Elon Musk right now. <laughs> okay, so listen. So Elon Musk has su- suggested that he might die under mysterious circumstances, and if it does happen, he says Russia did it because they think he's aiding Ukraine. Uh, well, they're not wrong. Uh, he's not wrong. Uh, that Elon is aiding Ukraine? Well, Elon's company, Starlink, that has a bunch of satellites uh, to provide internet. Right, is keeping some of the information, and, and does it have something to do with the power grid as well? No. Or just mostly just, like internet Just access? internet access. So uh, in Ukraine, the, the U.S. and Ukrainian military has been using Starlink satellites to provide... So he thinks Putin might hate him so much for that that he has him killed? Not Putin. Um, so the Russian space agency, Cosmos, um, Roscosmos, uh, the, the leader of it was getting into a, a Twitter fight with Elon Musk. And, oh. Yeah. Yeah, but usually wouldn't Putin have to, like if you're going to poison somebody's tea or stab them with a, a, an umbrella tip or something, wouldn't Putin usually have to sign off on something like that? Probably. All right. Yeah. Well, Elon Musk says, if I die, it seems a little weird. Russia. It's the Buzz Adams Morning Show podcast. There is a uh, locally produced podcast from First Life Federal Credit Union called Get Lit. Get Get Lit. There we go. (laughs) With uh, Cindy Alvarez and Paulette Mergia. And they're here with us today. Hi, Cindy and hi, Paulette. Hey, good morning, everybody. Good to see everybody. Uh, let's talk about uh, your podcast. How often does the podcast come out, Sid? Uh, right now, it's once a month. Right. Um, once a month podcast. Yes. And you talk about financial Any, issues, yeah. anything having to do with your money. Anything that has to do with your money and how to use it wisely. All right. Paulette, what's our topic this week? So today we're going to be talking about six tips to beat inflation. Tips to beat inflation. I don't know if we'll get all to, to all six. We probably Understand. need to leave some for the podcast, right? Uh, of course, let's, we want to you know keep teasing people to listen for some more. Yeah. But let's uh, mention that the president's going to speak later specifically about uh, the issue of inflation. So it's a very top of mind issue, as he should. Absolutely, okay. as he should. You know, people are feeling the effects of rising prices. Uh, our government uh, acknowledges this. They're doing their best to deal with the situation, and we're just here to really bring it home and help people with you know some very simple tips. All right, I think everybody's aware because you know the prices are. You see them as you're driving. The prices on gas. Everybody's aware the price of gas has gone up, and there are a lot of factors for that. But is that yes. a, a inflation across the board? All goods and services, groceries, everything. Record inflation, totally across the board. Your general food staples, milk. Bread, eggs, meats, everything's gone up. We talked about buying Starbucks, you know, at, at Walmart. Uh, even Starbucks has gone up. So we're now going to mar- start making our own coffee back in the office. <laughs> I, I've always yes. done that. Like, I, look, I don't have anything against Starbucks. They might even be an advertiser for all I know, but they got free coffee back here in the office. <laughs> well, you, you know, guys want to load up on a few packets. Well, we, we may have to do that. You know, and, and you know, at, in our podcast at the very beginning, we we made disclosures. We said, "Hey, we may be, you know, uh, name dropping some brands. We're not trying to single anybody out. We're just stating, you know, that things are going up. Prices are going up. Yeah. They are. How much of this is uh, leftover residual from the pandemic and the supply chain issues? Well, you know, if you think of the perfect storm, 
it's happening right now. We're in it. You, you have, have this two-year shutdown. Yes. That it's really going to make the economy sluggish. And then you have what's happening in the Ukraine. Yeah. Then you have uh, these, you look at uh, real estate and this, this big boom that is happening. And, of course, you expect things to slow down, which, you know, is slowly starting to uh, take place. So think of it as a perfect storm. You have all these elements that have happened, and now we are feeling the effects. All right. We're going to get into a few of the specific tips. Uh this is something Sydney was saying, uh, that we live next to the border. There are a few places in the country, the Valley, San Diego, yes. other places mm-hmm. where maybe it makes sense. You right. drive across the border, and Paulette, that's something you do, right? Yes. Um, you know, ever since, um, you know, it's, it's just interesting that prices are going up at their fastest rate since the early 1980s. So as, as a matter of fact, prices rose 8.5% in March compared to the year prior, according to the Consumer Price Index. So as all these prices are going up, I just said, you know, I'm going to start doing my grocery shopping in Juarez. And you see a a significant amount of savings compared to um, how the prices are over here. And, you know, and this is something we talk about in in the podcast. You know, I'm talking, my, my daughter loves zucchini. And here, one zucchini is like one... 150 almost two dollars and over there you can get five zucchini for, for that same price so uh i do that i buy a lot of meat because meat prices are also going up there they are 20 percent higher so and uh, that's the beauty of um the border region yes when you look at other areas across the country we're in a very unique position that we can turn to uh, our neighbor in the south and maybe take advantage of those lower prices I looked up the gas. I was asking about the gas in mm-hmm. Juarez. So as of March, so about two months ago, mm-hmm. uh, a gallon of gas in the United in El Paso was about three ninety, mm-hmm. and at the same time, it was about three dollars and five cents in Juarez. They said for a tank of gas, that would be about a fourteen dollar. $15 differential. Right. So yeah. I don't know, you know, if, but people don't go over and just do one thing. A lot of people go over and really make a day of it. You know, we talk about that. That's one of our tips, right? So when we're talking about gas, it's like one way that you can deal with the rising gas prices is plan out your, your trip. Um, see what your route is going to be. Don't just, you know, go to one place and zoom across town for another place. Will you be, you know, at, at that said place, you know, later on in the week? And we talked about that, right, Paulette? We did. And for instance, when I go to Juarez, I try to take advantage of everything. I go do my grocery shopping. I go visit my 98-year-old grandma. And As you the, should be doing. And by the way, today is a Mexican Mother's Day, so I want to wish her a uh, happy Mother's Ay, Day. Ay, claro que sí. Of course, to my grandma and my mom, too. That's a good reminder because yes. Joanna has to observe oh, both regular Mother's Day and Mexican Mother's Day. Her I mom do. insists on both. Yes, I also got to celebrate both days. And we should. We're a border community. Let's celebrate uh, both. Happy Mother's Day to all the mamas. Now, do I have to call my mom? Because I called her on Sunday. Do I have to call her? You should. You should. She she doesn't know about this Mexican Mother's Day. As long as I keep it under wraps, I I only have to make one phone call. Well, you know what? (laughs) (laughs) Now you have to tell her, because if you don't, I will. Yeah. Um, so this driving across the border, getting stuff done uh, all at one time, uh, 
Yes, you know, and it's of course, definitely, you know, an advantage of living on the border if you're willing to do that. Absolutely. And, you know, continued, you know, like uh, basics when it comes to fuel economy. Can you walk? Can you bike to to work or school? The answer for a lot of people, I feel like, is no. I mean, if you don't is live, it though? Is for, it? for me, it is. I'm going to turn around and say to, to people, are you being a little lazy? Can you do it? Can I mean, I, if, can if, I walk from my house to work? You can. I cannot. Where do you, you, I thought you lived like five minutes away from here. No, no, I live. Joanna, where does he live? He lives like 15 minutes from here. 15 minutes driving or 15 minutes walking? Driving. Oh, it Driving. would be oh, okay. three okay. hours walking. Okay, okay, okay. <laughs> <laughs> if, if you use public transportation, a study shows that you could save up to $800 a month, which if you think about it, you know, just think about your car payment, what you're paying for gas, what you're paying for insurance. So if you want to save up some money, that's also a another way to do it absolutely i mean you can also take your vehicle to say to a a nearby bus depot leave your vehicle there and then uh continue on to your route so say if you work downtown and you you take your your vehicle to you know the the east side bus depot and then hop on the bus and just go downtown think about this you can get peace of mind you can sit in the bus for those 20 minutes and and try to to uh, uh, relax try to focus on your day listen to our podcast maybe? listen to our podcast of course <laughs> and then you can also uh, spare yourself the finances that it takes to uh, wear and tear on your vehicle as well I feel like Americans love their cars like it's like convenience and the prices would really have to go up way more than than what we're seeing before people are willing to sacrifice the convenience of just you yes. know, driving there yourself. You know, gr- <laughs> growing up, because you know, uh, I grew up here in El Paso, I always saw El Paso as a car city. You needed a vehicle to yeah. get from point A to Dude. point B. You you usually, know? you know, if you if you live any distance at all, you usually jump on the interstate at some point mm-hmm. you know, or one yes. of the highways and you get there. But is it time to change that? I, I mean, don't think we have the infrastructure for it. I, you know, I don't think it's convenient enough for a lot of people. Mm-hmm. I think you take public transportation if you don't have a car, uh, but really there'd have to be some more reliable. We're not New York City, right? Can't, right. You know, yes. New York City. Who? It doesn't make sense to own a car. You just jump on the subway, or you walk because you don't or want you to go walk. on the subway. Sure, or <laughs> that, that would be me. So I, I'd walk. But uh, I was going to mention you're absolutely right. I mean, and what's really cool about El Paso is that uh, they're working on really. Uh, transforming that public trans- transportation and I did it once and it was a very pleasant experience I don't know it very well I didn't understand it but I wanted to do it I think the key there is though is that you did it once yes <laughs> <laughs> well, I did it once because I'm always running late that's why that's my own personal you know uh, hold up on this is that I tend to run late and um, if I needed to rely on public transportation I definitely would would be late you all might the miss time. the bus yes I would miss the bus <laughs> I would miss the bus what's another tip for beating inflation. Well, you know, this one's a cool one. Uh, Meatless Mondays. We all talk about this, right? And um, Paulette and I were chatting about this and we made all of our vegan friends really happy about this, you know? Um, But you can actually save money if you took out uh, meat as a staple at least one day out of the week, right? You can save up to $40 a week, a month, sorry. So if you, if you do the math, that's a very significant savings uh, throughout the year. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it's also a healthy choice, just one day a week. Are you carnivorous? <laughs> yeah. 
And I'm not even <laughs> omnivorous. That means <laughs> I, I only eat meat, like strictly carnivorous. One more tip before we have to break. Oh, sure. You know, uh, one tip that I can stock up on your staples, right? Your staple foods, for example, um, your, your, your pastas, your cereals, rice. your breads, rice. Stock up on those staples. And you need to figure out on your own, is it better to buy by the week or better to buy by the month when it comes to your own personal family eating habits. Okay, that's a that's a good tip. I can't stock up on bread because normally I I just don't eat enough bread. So mm-hmm. if I buy a loaf of bread, there's a good chance that the a third of it is going to go stale before I ever get around to eating. Right, it. and that's one of the other food tips is food waste, banish food waste. For for so for example, if I you, hate food waste. Yes, it, Nico yes. can tell you this. Like I would, I'll I'll take my chances with eating something past the expiration date just because I hate to okay. see food. Go that's waste. it's not an excuse to eat two week old sushi. Okay. Oh, that's wrong. I don't think <laughs> I've eaten two week old sushi. Ten days. I'm sorry. <laughs> Four. I would cop to five days. If oh, it's been, it's been refrigerated. A, at least a week past. That I'd see the difference? sushi in there, and you're like, that's eh, still good. <laughs> you know what my move is after I've decided it's not fit for human consumption? What? Throw it out there and see if the dogs are interested in it. You have a stomach of steel, don't you? <laughs> <laughs> I, w- I don't worry about my dogs because I see the stuff they eat. Like if. They once caught a skunk, so. <laughs> oh, I want to hear that story another day. <laughs> Do you remember the skunk story? Yeah, they kill skunks regularly. Right. If they, if they Do trespass- they really? Yeah. Well, the, only if they catch it, make a bad mistake of trespassing through the yard. The skunk. Like skunk. Right. He, li- he lives in the Upper Valley, so I sh- I mean, I'm not sure I should say that, but uh, that's where the skunks are. Right. So if they can eat a skunk, they can eat... I don't know if that's true. Weak old sushi. Like you know he, what? he'll put it? like old spaghetti in their bowl, and then like they don't they won't touch the spaghetti at all. <laughs> You're not supposed to give them human food. <laughs> Who says? All the vets say that. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Nico is like yeah. All right. Uh, there are a lot more tips on the get get lit. That's a for some reason I have it's only two syllables, but I have trouble saying it. Get lit with First Life Federal Credit Union. And uh, the podcast is available now. Yes, absolutely. Where do you get the podcast? Uh, Spotify, Podbean, uh, Apple Music, Amazon. Every place. Every place. Okay. Uh, okay. Wherever you get your uh, podcast. Thank you, Paulette. Thank you. Thanks for coming by. And Sydney, thank you for coming by. Oh, of course. And I'll, uh, you know, look, I don't force my dogs to eat anything. I give them the option. <laughs> it's like, this spaghetti's a little too old for me. If you guys are interested, God bless. Uh, all right. Uh, listen to the Get Lit Podcast with Cindy Alvarez and Paulette Murguia. It's the Buzz Adams Morning Show Podcast. Here's Nico and Jimmy with today's top stories. Good morning, Nico. Good morning, Buzz. Officials with the El Paso Police Department say that the body uh, found Monday morning is believed to be that of a missing hiker. Early on the day, El Paso Fire Department crews located the body in a wash below a trail near Stanton. El Paso Fire Department crews have been searching for the missing hiker since Sunday afternoon. Yeah, I saw that as of yesterday when I was checking. They were going to resume the search. So I guess late yesterday morning is when they found the, uh, they found the, the body, body of the hiker, and they're not giving any other details. That's right. Uh, there is no cause of death yet. And parents and caretakers of infants and toddlers are struggling to find the necessary infant formula for their, for their children. The baby formula shortage continues to worsen throughout the nation. Manufacturers of the product say they are producing at full capacity, but the current demand is too big. 
Texas is one of six states where more than half of the baby formula was sold out in the last week of April. For months, stores nationwide have been struggling to stock enough baby formula. And the manufacturers, they say they're making as much formula as they can, but it's just not enough. The out-of-stock rate for baby formula hovered between 2% and 8% in the first half of 2021, but began rising sharply last July. Between last November and this April, the out-of-stock rate jumped to 30%. I have a phone call we got. We were just talking to Sid Alvarez and Paulette Merguia from First Life Federal Credit Union about inflation, and somebody called in while we were talking to him with a handy tip on the neckline. Hey, guys, I have a tip for those of you who, who like coffee, love coffee, but don't like spending a lot of money on it. Go if you on. guys go to Black Fridays on Wednesdays, <laughs> okay, <laughs> you know what Black Fridays Hell is? Hell yeah, yeah, I do. You can get a <laughs> bag of coffee for a dollar, dollar each. I got six bags of Pete's coffee, and it's a giant bag, not the not the regular size, for a dollar each. I paid six dollars for coffee that I'm going to have for probably a good four months or more. Okay, just just a tip. <laughs> that, yeah, that's a good tip. Wednesday is dollar day. It is at Black Friday. Thursday is when they restock. Right. So they're closed. Then what's the price? Is it fifteen? Five dollars. No, on Friday. On Fridays, yeah, it's five. No, 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 no. It starts like at fifteen. Then Saturday's oh, you come ten. To and this, to... this one over here, I think, right? I come to the west side. Yeah, the one over there is like eight dollars. It starts. Can I tell and then you something? Down. Is it just uh, clothes, or do they, they do no, food? No, no, they've got food, pet food. You want some new carpet? They got carpet. Anything there was a closeout on, and I think sometimes Need some they tile? stuff they that tile. people yeah. stuff that people order from Amazon. Like I've seen some stuff. It looks like. It might have been in an Amazon package that ends up at Black Fridays. So. Oh, that's cool. Like an overstock place. Also, Joanna. Mm-hmm. There's Black Fridays in Tulsa that Ooh. I go to with my mom. Uh-huh. It's got better stuff than oh, the Black Fridays amazing. here. For my taste, anyway. But, uh-huh. like, uh, I'm not interested in buying coffee because... I just wipe some from the uh, break. Work, uh, actually, yeah. I don't. I don't really drink coffee at home, so I only drink uh, it at work. Other cost-saving tips, guys: take supplies from work. Okay, if you can find toilet paper, people aren't going to miss that. Paper towels, <laughs> coffee from work. Right. Don't overdo chairs. it. Do it like in office space. Just steal a little bit so nobody will notice. Like you don't want to steal all the toilet paper because then they're going to install a camera and you're busted. Steal enough that nobody notices. All right, Obviously, get, I'm not uh, recommending no. that you steal from your place of business unless you think you can get away with it. <laughs> All right. Gas prices in the U.S. are higher than ever. Today's AAA station survey finds the national average price for regular is $4.37 a gallon. The price shot up a nickel a gallon since Monday and is 17 cents higher than last Tuesday. When they give that price on the average, are they talking uh, regular, unleaded, or premium for or regular. supreme? National average price for regular is $4.37 a gallon. A few weeks ago, I thought it was in El Paso over $4, and I've seen it kind of in the upper 380s, 390s. Yeah, I, I can't remember then. what the last... I, 399 was the last yeah, I paid, I think. Right, it's close to $4. Well, the statewide average is below $4 a gallon in only six states today. Well, that's down from eight yesterday. Georgia still has the least expensive gas in the nation at $3.90 a gallon. 
but that's up six cents since yesterday. The statewide average in California is up to $5.84 a gallon, and it's over $6 a gallon in almost a dozen California country counties. Do you know who's got cheap gas? Who? Scott Lehman. Scott says yes. <laughs> <laughs> not anymore, but I his haven't heard those has right told now. Told him to not do that. Now he's doing the pickle nickel thing. It, it's the too much pickle. gas. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> AAA suggests drivers use gas-saving measures like slow braking and slow accelerating to he- help ease their pain at the pump a little. And firefighters continue to Gas fight. Gas stinks! <laughs> I've gotten really good at that. You've gotten very good. His at- girlfriend thought he really tooted uh, the other day. She did. <laughs> on air? When you did it on air? No, at home, at home. I made it. I went. I made that noise. <laughs> and she accused me. I mean, it's not unheard of that you fart. <laughs> yeah, but it doesn't sound like that. It doesn't. I've heard it. That's <laughs> mine is a lot more bass. <laughs> well, firefighters continue to fight blazes in the southwest, and they've gained some ground. New Mexico is battling six large fires, and the largest one, the Hermit's Peak Fire, has scorched nearly two hundred thousand acres. It's now at forty-three percent containment, and the McBride Fire is now fully contained. Over in Arizona, a new fire named the Big Valley Fire has popped up on top of three others that are already burning. Texas and Colorado, two other states that have at least one large fire. On a positive note, the three most recent fires in Florida, though, have been 100% contained. Unfortunately, dry conditions and wind will bump up the threats of wildfire everywhere again today. And politicians are calling it the fight of a generation, as both Republicans and Democrats clash over abortion. Senate Minority Leader Mitch McConnell told USA Today on Saturday that if Republicans take control of Congress, they could pursue a national ban on abortion, which activists on both sides of the aisle will likely use as a rallying cry this midterm election. Some members of the GOP, such as Arkansas Governor Asa Hutchinson, say that goes too far, and a national ban would be inconsistent with Republicans wanting the matter to be decided by the states. Senate Majority Leader Chuck Schumer is expected to file a cloture on Monday on the Women's Health Protection Act, setting up the bill for a roll call vote on Wednesday. But with 60 votes needed to overcome the Senate filibuster, the legislation is poised to fail. While Schumer agrees that the vote is largely symbolic, it will force every single senator, Democrat and Republican, to go on the record on where they stand on the issue. Abortion became an immediate campaign issue ahead of the midterms after a leaked document showing the Supreme Court's conservative majority ready to overturn Roe v. Wade that 1973 decision that ruled abortion is a constitutional right. And a bill to extend security protection to immediate family members of the Supreme Court justices has moved on to the House after easily passing the Senate. The bipartisan legislation was passed yesterday as tensions run high following the leak of the draft opinion. The measure will allow the Supreme Court of the United States a police to provide around-the-clock protection. The legislation comes after protesters gathered in front of the homes of Supreme Court Justices Brett Kavanaugh and John Roberts over the weekend. Texas Republican John Cornyn co-sponsored the legislation. Why John Roberts? Do they think John Roberts uh, voted in the majority on this? Well, that's a that's a good point. Um, he is the chief justice. I think justice. you go—I mean, look, I, I don't think it's right to terrorize people at their home and scare their family stuff absolutely not. no matter how much you disagree with their policy right i i just think it's bad precedent 
But if you were going to do it, you do Kavanaugh, uh, Coney Barrett, Clarence Thomas, and uh, Alito, right? Right. John. Those John. are the four that we know voted to overturn Roe v. Wade. Yeah. I mean, and they, we don't know. Maybe it doesn't they sound have... like it sounds like John Roberts uh, did not was not as the chief justice. He would have written the opinion if he'd been in the majority. Well, I think it was Samuel Alito who wrote the. Yeah, he did. But that opinion. that's what signifies that that the chief justice, who is John Roberts, uh, was not in the not in the majority on that decision. Well, here's Texas Republican John Cornyn uh, talking about the new bill. And I think probably what Chuck Schumer would say was when he made that, they won't know what hit him. They mean it's going to change the the midterm elections, which are this year. Yeah. But I, I guess I, you could read into it, oh, did you mean that as, like, go and harass them at their home, or do you think Chuck Schumer meant? I think he just meant the activism, I've heard the wave of, of activism that you could pr- predictably uh, see coming if they did do that. I mean... I don't think he was calling for violence necessarily. Russian President Vladimir Putin is continuing to say the invasion into Ukraine is justified and spreading misinformation about Nazis and nuclear weapons in their neighboring country. That's what he said during his country's Victory Day celebration yesterday. Along the way, Putin claimed that the West was planning an attack and gave him no choice to attack Ukraine. Putin said soldiers were fighting heroically, but didn't reveal how much longer that will last. The White House is roundly ripping Putin's remarks. Press Secretary Jen Psaki accused Putin of promoting revisionist history to defend Russia's war against Ukraine. She said Putin's running a disinformation factory, and that's patently false and absurd. Psaki again accused Russia of committing atrocities and war crimes in in the brutal campaign against Ukraine. Speaking of war crimes, the Pentagon sees indications that Ukrainians are being moved into Russian camps against their will. Pentagon Press Secretary John Kirby said it's unknown exactly how many camps there are, but called the move unconscionable and said Russia needs to accept Ukrainian sovereignty. Pressed on whether it's ethnic cleansing, Kirby said it's not for the U.S. Department of Defense to say. But he noted Russia has continued to commit war crimes. And here is John Kirby talking about Vladimir Putin's campaign. The Biden administration's stark warning last week that as many as 100 million Americans could be infected during a COVID-19 wave in the fall and winter came as a shock to many in the country. After all, 70% of the eligible U.S. population aged 5 and older are fully vaccinated, and about 50% of those aged 12 and older are boosted. What's more, a recent CDC analysis estimated that at least three out of every five Americans have antibodies that indicate being previously infected by covid meaning most people in the U.S. probably have a natural immunity. Most? No, Americans have, yeah, every... So most most people in the United States... Three out of five Americans have antibodies. Antibodies, meaning they probably had COVID whether they knew it or not. Meaning most people in the U.S. have natural immunity. Despite this, scientists and public health experts said that a 100 million uh, person estimate based on mathematical models does not surprise them. And that as immunity wanes and people move indoors due to cold weather, cases will inevitably rise. The prediction comes as the Biden administration asked Congress for $22 billion in funding for testing, vaccines, and treatment. And the 11-day manhunt is over. Vicki White, the corrections officer that allegedly helped an Alabama inmate escape custody, is dead. Oh, my God. The man in question... I had to text 
Joanna immediately when I saw this come across yesterday <laughs> afternoon. Thank you for that. You guys have been involved in this. Yes. I, well, I feel like I was kind of emotionally invested in it. <laughs> mm-hmm. And I can't wait to see if Netflix or Hulu get to it first. <laughs> the man in uh, question, Casey White, is back in custody. Officials say the pair were spotted in southern Indiana. A police chase then ensued, and then a wreck, where Mrs. White apparently shot herself as mo- officers moved in. Ms. I don't think she was married. Ms. White shot herself as officers moved in. While she was transported for care, Ms. White ultimately died from her injuries. As for Casey White, he surrendered without issue and is awaiting extradition to Alabama. While the nature of the pair's relationship hasn't been confirmed, it's been described as special and apparently went on for some time before Vicki White allegedly helped Casey to escape. Sheriff Rick Singleton of Lauderdale County in Alabama later told reporters that this has ended a very long, stressful, challenging week. Here he is. So this is the sheriff in Lauderdale County uh, in Alabama where... Casey White had been in jail. Yes. And he had been, he was the one who we had, this has been going on for 11 days, they've been on the run. And he had said, she's exemplary, she doesn't have a single blemish on her record, this is the last thing anybody would have expected Vicky mm-hmm. White to do. But then I saw a story where they talked to people who actually worked in the jail where Vicky White was the deputy director of corrections there. And some of them said, Oh, this didn't surprise anybody who works here. She was like obviously sweet on this guy. Oh, or so, showing fa- favoritism, no. right? I I heard things like he was getting extra food. Yeah. So, some conflicting reports from the sheriff and the people who worked with Vicky White. Also, I saw it just come across the screen. They now think she was the mastermind of the whole thing. That's what his lawyers were trying to say, like, just yesterday. Oh, right. Like, she convinced him him without his, like, he wasn't a willing participant. Come on. Uh, You know what? I just want to do my time. I don't want to leave. I don't want no trouble. (laughs) Then this woman comes in and seduces me. Like a Jezebel (laughs) convinces me to escape. So here's, do you want to hear the text exchange going on between Joanne and I yesterday? Yes. I would love to. (laughs) 545. They caught the escapee, and Vicky tried to commit suicide. Grimacing face. Because at that point, it just was being reported that she had shot herself and was going to the hospital. At this point, I'm taking a nap. Joanna. (laughs) OMG. I wake up. I see Buzz's text. Me. Oh, my God. 9.04 p.m. OMG. Vicky is dead. (laughs) Joanna. From, in quotations, self-inflicted gunshot wound. So you don't buy the self I don't. You don't necessarily buy the self-inflicted gunshot no. wound. What do you think? What what do you think happened? He shot her? Yes. Why? I don't know. Cuz she would squeal? Like, yes. Okay. And then they would find out it was all my idea. Well, he's already in jail. Yeah, but for, then and he like, confessed to the murder that he was in jail for. Yeah. He's already convicted murderer. No, he wasn't convicted. He was waiting trial, but he had confessed to a 2015 murder of a woman. And he did this while he was incarcerated under other charges. A lot of violent crime in this guy's past. And mm-hmm. he called up and confessed to the killing of this unsolved murder from 2015. Well, it is a grisly end to a crazy saga. So who do you have cast as, uh, as Casey White, the escapee? I'm going to stick to John Krasinski. 
I mean, he might be a little too busy in the MCU. <laughs> Sorry. I forgot about spoilers. Oh, my God. You're the worst. But I think he would be a fan. <laughs> I, think he, I think John Krasinski would be a fantastic choice. Yeah. How about for Vicky White? This is not, listen, this woman's dead. Right. We assume that she got this guy out because there was some kind of jailhouse tryst. Nookie, nookie. Right. That's what everybody assumes. I bet her family, I wonder what her family is saying about this. Or right. even. Who's going to play the realtor who, you know, she sold her house with. Right. For a way below market value. Perhaps, yeah. We might never know. Amy Schumer. Amy Schumer. Mm-hmm. Did you see uh, Renee Zellweger in The Thing About Pam? Yes. Like in her makeup? Mm-hmm. Or. That's a good one, too. Yes. Charlize Theron could do it again. Like, she could uh, alter her appearance like she did in, when she played Mon- Eileen Warnos. Yeah. yeah, for Monster. And play Vicky White. That would be. No comment. All right. All right. The United States is bringing back a World War II era program to bolster Ukraine's war supplies. President Joe Biden signed the Ukraine Democracy Defense Lend-Lease Act of 2022 into law on Monday. The legislation gives the president the authority to lend or lease defense equipment to Ukraine and other Eastern European nations as Russia's aggression in the region continues. The Ukrainian Democracy Defense Lend-Lease Act of 2022 was a bipartisan undertaking, passing the Senate by unanimous consent and the House of Representatives with 417 votes. A, sem- a similar Lend-Lease program was enacted in 1941 to provide pivotal aid to allied nations in the battle against Nazi Germany. President Franklin Roosevelt said at the time that the U.S. should serve as a great arsenal of democracy to defeat Adolf Hitler. And finally, the tiny town, Texas town of Palmhurst, is being led by a dead man. Ramiro Rodriguez Jr. was re-elected as mayor of the southern Texas city near McAllen over the weekend. The only problem is, Rodriguez died last month at the age of 68. That didn't stop 329 people from casting a ballot in his name, though, which was enough to beat the lone challenger. Why did he get so many votes? The mayor was great at boosting business in the town. Under Texas election code, a candidate's name cannot be removed from the ballot without their authorization. That's kind of hard to do when he's gone. How do you feel if you lost to a guy that everybody knew was dead? It's like, I'm the only other choice, and you guys elected the dead the man? The dead guy? Over me? Is that an option? Can we bring back Lincoln? <laughs> <laughs> the city of Palmhurst is now in the position of having to call a special election yeah. to elect a new mayor. And with the news, I'm Nico. It's the Buzz Adams Morning Show Podcast playing this uh, music bed for a specific reason. We've got tickets. The first pair of women before you could buy them tickets. I don't know about that. They might have given away some yesterday afternoon. It's the first <laughs> pair on the morning show for Scorpions and Whitesnake. And it's not a pair. It's a pack. No, that's the baseball ticket. Oh. It is a pair. <laughs> okay. Never mind. <laughs> but thanks for the attempted assist, buddy. <laughs> Concert announcement uh, from yesterday. KLQ welcomes uh, hard rock icon Scorpions and Whitesnake to the Don Haskins Center Monday, September 19th. Tickets go on sale this Friday at 10 a.m. By the way, this Friday is going to be Friday the 13th. Ooh. 
I know what movie I'm watching. Tickets go on sale. Doctor Strange in the Mountain of Madness again, or tickets go on sale through Ticketmaster.com. But we're going to have winning before you can buy them tickets. This is the Scorpions Rock Believer North American Tour, and White Snake is on their farewell tour. Again, September 19th at the Don Haskins Center. We're going to have free tickets throughout the day, not just on the morning show, but we're going to have a pair that uh, we're going to give away coming up here in just a few minutes. So stand by for that. This portion of the Buzz Adams Morning Show is brought to you by Pumping Ink Tattoos. Pumping Ink Tattoos. You can find them online on social media or at PumpingInkTattoo.com. Pumping Ink Tattoos, the corner of Dyer and Monroe, just moments from Fort Bliss. Their website is PumpingInkTattoo.com. You mentioned we have a pack of tickets. That's for baseball tomorrow. So that's the uh, Chihuahuas game. And we do, you're right. Thank you for, I can't forget that. We do have tickets to see the Chihuahuas play. Um, I'm reading some of the comments on our fan chat. Yeah. Do I have a reputation as somebody who breaks the rules of movie spoilers? Yes. I don't think I do. <laughs> you, you didn't even have to finish that. You didn't, yeah. I think you should know that by now. <laughs> what so what, many people what could the, I have possibly said today that was a spoiler? So many people in the app chat are already saying, you suck, Buzz. What, Stop what, with what the movie spoiler. is going to ruin I, again? Yeah, so the, so the uh, what do you call somebody who runs the like a private chat? A moder- uh, moderator? Okay, so Eric says, what movie did Buzz ruin today? And Caroline said, all good. My hu- my husband usually spoils movies for me. I can't win. And then she says that I ruined Doctor Strange too. Did I? Yeah, you gave a major spoiler, buddy. And for you to not I'm even- not even aware of what it was. Yeah, you are. You know what yeah, it you know, was. Yeah, you are. <laughs> you know. And the fact that you're trying to get us to talk about it again means that we're going to bring up the spoiler again. Stop poking the bear. Buzz is being Ben when he does that. Ben, ben Day Ho. <laughs> <laughs> or, or Bob. Bob Oso. Bob Oso. Where's my bell? Just because I said I thought John Krasinski Stop would be it. a good pick to play the escaped convict from Alabama? Yes. That, that that's not a spoiler. Well, you said he's busy in the MC. See, you want to. see what you made Nico do? You're doing it on purpose. You know exactly. For that to be a spoiler, you've already kind of got to know the thing that you think is being spoiled anyway. Look, when that happened in the theater, everybody went, so that was a big spoiler. Stop talking about it. And then like like two seconds later, they went, again, because, you know what I mean? (laughs) People are saying, what what happened to the two-week rule? Like, we're supposed to wait two weeks before we talk about it, right? That has gone out the window now that Brandon and Lisa are gone. Right, they were the ones that really cared. I don't don't consider it a spoiler. That's why I came in when, after I saw the movie, and I told you everything just so you could get it out of your system. And then you went inside, and now look at what you're doing. None of the stuff you told me spoiled Doctor Strange. That's because you don't care about spoilers. Some people do. You're you're judging other people's preferences based on your own? Yeah. Even though other people tell you, I don't like it when you spoil things. (laughs) I disagree on what the definition of a spoiler is. Haven't you ever seen those things they do where it's like... Okay, what's your definition of a spoiler? 
I, I would have down. to use an example. Like if not, uh, not Sixth Sense the... had just come out uh -huh. and you said Bruce Willis is a ghost the, the entire time, that was <laughs> that would have spoiled the whole thing. And uh, would you have been upset about that? I think I knew by the time I saw Sixth Sense in the theater when it came uh, out, why I, you, I already why knew. Why do you get joy out of this? You know people don't like it. That's so, why he likes it. Eric says... There is a rule. That's how society no, go, no, works. No, go up. You, you have to read the comment oh. before that, the, where it says... Why are you guys so surprised? You know he's going to ruin movies. Because there is a rule. That's how society works. Otherwise, there is anarchy. <laughs> <laughs> Some people just like to watch the world, world burn. burn. <laughs> That's a buzz. Oh, also, we we're not giving the tickets away right now. Stop calling I, I'm going to do it soon, though. We're, we'll do it soon, but not right now. So you want to hear some? We had Sydney and Paulette from First Light Federal Credit Union, and their podcast was like ways to save money in the inf inflation. Um, <laughs> I'm sorry. David says, Meatless Mondays, get these guys off the show right now. <laughs> <laughs> Response from Sergio, my thoughts exactly. Meatless Monday, we all talk about it. GTFO, nobody talks about that bleep. I'm sure some people do. Maybe some more crunchy people in San Francisco. Somebody crunchy. said, I always want to call in and challenge them, but the Mo Show probably wouldn't put on somebody that makes a client look bad. I don't have Sidney Alvarez on because they're a client. I, I have Sidney on because I've known him for like 30 years. And he had something he wanted to share, and he wanted to talk about it. Here's a call that we got about the uh, Get Lit podcast that Sidney Alvarez and Paulette Maria do for First Life Federal Credit Union. You know what's funny is that uh, Chuck Adams spends a whole lot of time uh, dunking on Trump. And then, because the state of affairs right now is so bad... You follow it up with an entire segment of these two communists telling us how to save money <laughs> oh my God. by going to Mexico for groceries or, or parking our car at the bus station and just taking the bus everywhere. Or, hey, just ride a bike. Even better, don't eat meat. Yeah, everything's great right now under your boy Biden, isn't it? But, hey, at least orange man's bad. Orange man bad. He's gone. Wow, that's great, huh? Let's go, Brandon. I love that he calls. I love that he calls the people from the bank communists. Communist. <laughs> yeah, that was nice. That was a good They're touch from right the there. Bank. <laughs> I thought I did a little pushback when it's like, but hey, we're really not set up for people to walk. Most people to walk to work or to take even take public transportation. I thought I made that point. Yeah, I think you no, did. No, you didn't, Cuck Adams, all right? <laughs> <laughs> Good slam, Joanna. Thanks. Cuck Adams. Everybody's, everybody, everybody who calls me a cuck, uh -huh. that's one of these MAGA people, uh -huh. I would love to hook them up to a lie detector and ask them, as they're hooked up to a lie detector, if Donald Trump wanted to fuck your wife or girlfriend would you let him? Because I feel like a lot of them are like, yeah. I feel like a lot only of them are like, yes, but I want to watch. From the closet. From the closet. So Going, you're asking who's the real cuck? Yeah, who's the real cuck? <laughs> oh, 
if we could, if we had a lie detector, and I asked some of these people, if, if the former president wanted to give your wife a good rogering, <laughs> would you sign off on it? And then see what the lie detector says to find out who the real cuck. Like, no, of course not. <laughs> lie detector goes off. Also, are Beep. things are things bad right now? What does he mean by things bad? Well, like, we were talking about inflation, you right, know, history. Right. Because things were so great under the orange man. Right. <laughs> yeah, right. Pandemic for two years. Uh you know, well, he didn't call it a pandemic. No, but, but the, these are things that civil unrest. I mean, yeah, war in Ukraine. Right. I mean, there's a lot of factors that go into it. It's not like everything was just peachy, and then Biden came down and it immediately went down the tubes. I, you know, right. You're you're really but drinking the Kool Aid if you believe, believe it. Don't a lot of them believe that President right now is the? I mean, the that Trump's the president right now. Like they know who's really running the show. Some people think that. Wait, also, they think JFK is coming back. Do the people right. who think Trump won the election think he's still actually calling the shots? Is that yeah, part of the? Yeah, because they're saying like Biden isn't their president. No, 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 no. But they agree. No, but there's a lot of people, Buzz, who think like what the, they know the, who's really running the show. We know. Nah, we I know. don't. I don't think that's the position of the MAGA crowd. They don't Have think you seen that, that Trump Jordan is still. Wait, Klepper go to the Trump rallies and stuff. Yeah, Buzz, tell me this: Do some of them think John F. Kennedy is still going to come back, J- Junior? I can never tell, like, when they're joking and when they're being serious. That's like, something I think they're very serious Like, there's about. some of and that that I see, like and an it's like... Guy. Did it's some like, of them go to Dallas to wait for him? It's like when a basketball player says they believe the earth is flat. I'm like, hey, do you really believe that, or... Sure, I'm just... sure he does, but let's not let him be mayor or city council. No, no, I don't think they believe it, is I what think I'm they... saying. Some of the wilder stuff, I don't think the Those basketball people, people believe... Wait, you're saying you don't think the, the flat earthers... Thought, believed in that? No. Yeah, they definitely did. Okay. I then I give like people B-O-B and maybe, his... maybe I give people way way more credit than they deserve. But the thing about JFK coming back from the dead or JFK Jr. Was it JFK or JFK Junior. Jr. that was supposed Junior. to come back? Either way, both of them are dead. <laughs> no, I don't one think, of them is not, all right? I don't He's think coming back. even these MAGA people actually believe that. I think I think there's a big thing where it's just like, keep the other side off balance. Just throw out the craziest stuff you can throw out. But I don't think too many of, of the Trump supporters believe that he's still actually in power. Whatever, Any- you communists. <laughs> Meatless Mondays. So. Anyway, here's Why don't we just bike instead? Let's go to Mexico. Yeah. How long would it take you to walk? Like three hours, Sid. <laughs> One other comment. Did the guy say it was about time El Paso changed to a city where people walked everywhere? If so, Buzz made the point. It's not the right infrastructure for that here. I thought I did make the point. I'm sorry. But uh, take that lie detector, detector uh, challenge. We'll find out who the real <laughs> who the real cock is here. Huh? Uh, let's take a break. We're going to come back. Entertainment news on the way. Joanna's got all our Hollywood news notes coming up and more of the Buzz Adams Morning Show is headed your way right after this. It's the Buzz Adams Morning Show podcast. All right. I, I acknowledge that some people in the chat are upset because <laughs> there's a disagreement over what I think is a spoiler and what they think is a spoiler. No, you. Buzz doesn't think no. that people uh, close off their ears to all information about a movie. And they do. That's they, extreme. 
why? People don't want to know anything about it. So well, you definitely the, gave away a huge spoiler. Somebody on the, the, the Sergio on the app chat is furious I'm with you. I'm sorry. I'm very sorry. Cannot wait to I find a so- movie you love and ruin it for you. <laughs> I'm not sure you could. I mean, I know. Joanna that's came what their in mission on is. Friday and told me every... By the way. Yes. I do want to thank the app chat. I guess we were, we were off the air. Yes. Like the radio signal, but people were still listening on Radio Pup or the KLAQ mobile app. I guess yes. we're still on Radio Pup? I think so, yes. Right, no, people say Peter's that they listen me. on Radio Pup, but we're only supposed to tell you to listen on the KLAQ yeah, mobile app. Yeah, just go app. there. Just go out. <laughs> right. But does it look like the signal is back? Yes, Daver just called Oh, me. thank God. All right, we're so back. Daver fixed the signal. I was... Not sure if I should give away the Scorpions tickets that we have or the baseball tickets right. that we have because maybe we weren't on the air. Right. Before. I'll tell you what. Let's give it like 10 minutes to stabilize. You know, make sure that we're not on and off. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? It's a transmitter issue. I guess we're still working on online. Yes. Uh, so I just want to make sure that we got a solid signal and in 10 minutes... We'll start giving away the tickets that we have. Oh, you're getting the signal, all right. <laughs> what? What? You're getting the signal. Who? Everybody. Okay. Okay. This hour of the Buzz Adams Morning Show is brought to you by Pumping Ink Tattoo. Pumping Ink Tattoo at the corner of Dyer and Monroe. Find them on social media or online at pumpinginktattoo.com. That's pumpinginktattoo.com. You want to hit us with a uh, urban dictionary game, Joanna? <laughs> yeah. All right. Let's let's set it up. Then, if we got time, we'll do some entertainment news headlines and come back with our answers. My fingers are crossed on that transmitter. <laughs> <laughs> Let me know when that signal is good and hard. <laughs> That's how you set it up, Nico. Yeah. I'm trying to salvage whatever bit you were doing there. <laughs> Urban Dictionary. Dictionary. It's the lexicon for Youth America. Urban Dictionary game is where Joanna gives us a word or brief phrase that's in the urban dictionary and we try to guess what it means mm-hmm. all right love this game mm-hmm. i'm ready to write down my answer all right today's urban dictionary word for you is actually two words and it's irish handcuffs Ooh. <laughs> are you giggling like that <laughs> i know right it's a weird giggle i've never heard you make that noise <laughs> Because it's a racial slur. <laughs> it is? All right. It's on. not that much of a racial slur. No. Irish handcuffs. It doesn't count if it's white people, right? That's <laughs> stupid. Irish? Irish. I've seen a lot of Mexicans doing Irish handcuffs, all right? Oh, my God. Yeah. All right. Well, my, my mind is Do You need me to spell it out for you. <laughs> Yeah, that'll make it better. Okay. <laughs> Irish handcuffs. I R I S 
eight. Like it's the cash code keyword or something. <laughs> Handcuffs. H a n d c u f f s. Irish handcuffs. All right. Nope. We're not gonna look it up. We don't have time. No. <laughs> we got to take a break already? Yes. Tell me the thing you were telling me about Mercury and retrograde. <laughs> Now's a good time for you to tell me about Mercury and retrograde. What? I'm serious. What do you know about it? I don't know anything. I think normally Mercury orbits the sun faster. Than, than Earth does because it's closer. But Wait, does it go the opposite direction? It, well, it slows, this is an ass. It slows down during this p- time period. So that's what it means by retrograde. So sometimes it'll look like it's even going the opposite direction. Wait, it's is, not. That a, is that a scientific thing or yeah, is this, this just is a, astrology? No, this is real. I mean, it's real astronomical. I thought that it was like an astrological thing. <laughs> Well, they use the stars in their interpretation of it. Are you sure about this? Yeah. Re- I mean, re- retrograde is a real thing that happens to, to planets. Maybe that's why they start the spin- signal going went the other out. way. No, maybe, they don't. Maybe they don't that's go why th- the signal went out, because Mercury's in the retrograde. Way, they don't go the other way. In the app chat, the signal is on Viagra now, so thank you. So super strong? Super strong. All right. Plumped up. If it's on like that for the next four hours, let us know. Big pipeline. Turgid. <laughs> right. So okay. tell me what's going on. It goes a little bit slower, and it, it looks like... Uh, oh, really? retrograde! Okay. Yeah. And uh, they say that's when funny things happen to people, and it, it doesn't last very long. Not so cool things. Well, I did an exhaustive search on YouTube to get what the experts say Mercury in retrograde is. It's the Buzz Adams Morning Show Podcast. Well, I may not know what Irish handcuffs are, but I have a guess. I can't wait to hear it. But I did learn something. Oh. Uh, Mercury in retrograde is like an actual thing. Although... Say it. Say I'm I'm not dumb. You're not dumb. (laughs) I just thought it was some astrological... Say you're dumb. (laughs) I'm less dumb than I was five minutes ago. But say it slowly for me. I'm dumb. (laughs) Do you want me to do it without any music in the background so you can really use it? Mm -hmm. Nico's dumb. There you go. All right. What did you learn about Mercury in retrograde? That it... More scientifically, Mercury... Is a Mercury apparent retrograde motion is a real phenomenon. It doesn't have any effect on your personal life because astrology, of course, is complete BS. <laughs> right. uh-huh. But it's Mercury an optical illusion that astronomers can observe as Mercury speeds past the Earth a few times every year. Wait, so it happens a few times every year? Why yeah. would it be a big deal now? Didn't you say McDonald's was doing some kind of promotion with Mercury in retrograde? And uh, they're doing a live tarot reading with Madam Adam on TikTok today. Madam mm-hmm. Adam? Mm-hmm. I guess it's a famous sorcerer. You know, like in TV shows and movies, if somebody's into astrology or you're trying to establish that a character is a hippie type of person, they'll say, well, Mercury's in retrograde, so it, that's like right. the only thing that I knew that from. And I, you were, I don't think retrograde's a real thing, Nico. I thought it was just an 
an astrological thing. So as astrology is like your signs and all that stuff. Right. Astronomy. Sergio, is this, Sergio wrote in the fan chat, there is a joke about retrograde Uranus and backing it up there. I'm just too brain dead to come up with it right now. Well, I am certainly glad to see that Monsieur, Monsieur Sergio is back on board because he was one of the people that was really steamed about the non-spoiler spoiler I gave. <laughs> By the way, I wrote an article that's going to publish later today, and it is chock full of spoilers for Doctor Strange. But I say that but it's off a the good top. article. Right. I made Joanna it. read it out loud. And did you enjoy the article? I did, yes. Should I at least say what the title of the article is? Yes. I vote to reboot the MCU. As simple as that. And then I say, hey, there are going to be some spoilers, and I let you know. Right. But you just I think, think that I they redo the whole thing. Just yep. start from zero. Eventually they will. Mm, I don't know. You know, when, when Toby why, why do you think? Why do you say eventually they will? Because that's how superhero movies work. They, it hasn't they worked like that for the past 12 years. It certainly has. They rebooted Spider-Man three times in one decade. No, what I'm talking about is all four, 24 movies that is the MCU. They do... Uh, purposely, they're trying to make a. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think it, probably a decade they'll reboot. Okay, a twenty-five year uh, franchise arc. Arc. Wait, it's not a twenty-five year. The it's, first it Iron Man, two thousand seven. That's not even twenty years. What are you talking about? That's fifteen years. If you said it goes another ten years. Oh, then it would be 25 years. Yes. <laughs> well, just based on the schedule of MCU projects they have, between movies, uh, stuff coming out on uh, Disney Plus and everything What, what you don't like is that they use actual comic book story tropes. I mean, they use that in the comic it, books okay. all the time. This is the point I make, and this is not a spoiler, but for like Joanna hadn't seen Vision and Scarlet, Scarlet Witch and Vision or whatever the hell. A WandaVision. She, WandaVision. Yes. She hadn't seen a, the first. You didn't see Doctor Strange. You didn't see the first Doctor Strange. I didn't see and that. And what I was saying was, going into that, how could somebody be expected to follow what's going on? I mean, at some point, Doctor Strange in in the Multiverse of Madness. If you don't have a PhD in the MCU, it's just going to be a bunch of flashy lights. Yeah, and I told you I wasn't going to do all that research. I just did Cliff's Notes version. Right, but you didn't know. Most of what was, I'm trying to avoid spoilers because we just got Sergio back. (laughs) 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 Honestly, if you if you didn't go through and bone up, so to speak, on your MCU knowledge, how do you make any sense out of that movie? Well, the movie wouldn't make sense, right? I don't think I don't think these movies are coming out for a new audience. I don't think they're trying to attract new people to come. Even to their- if you saw them, which I did, I watched WandaVision. I saw Doctor Strange one. I was still like, "What the who? What the hell is that? What's going on? Which universe are we freaking in now?" I know that was hard to keep up with. I loved it. Did you? Yeah. I got a little confused at one point, but then... Well, you should. You didn't even see Doctor Strange 1. But you guys didn't watch What If. Neither of you watched What oh, If. I watched yeah, What I If. I didn't watch and, What If. And then you I got, didn't watch I, What If. I watched some of it, and then it got a little tedious. Because it got to the Doctor Strange one, where he goes mm-hmm. to kill himself off okay, into different universes. so you just don't like Doctor Hello? Strange. Hello? Spoiler alert, Nico. This some is from people, What If. This it, is What some If. Some people haven't seen it. It's been out past two weeks. But is that like the ironclad rule? That's then? what I thought the rule was. 
Yeah, when it got to the Doctor Strange deal, I was because it's like, about the multiverse. Also, it's animated. You know how I feel about cartoons. Yeah, The Simpsons. I do love The Simpsons. Uh, so I've got a whole plan on how they could reboot. Yeah, just push the button, reboot, start over with a new Tony Stark, like a, a blip. New Steve Rogers. Yeah, there you go. Just make it a different universe. <laughs> but this one has become, I think, unwieldy. Is the word to the point where. I was researching for this article. I was like, how would anybody know? How would how would this movie make sense to anybody? Even the people who wrote it. Well, no, it would make sense to the people who are and fans then, and follow along. Because that's the thing about being a comic book fan, Buzz, is being a comic book fan and a it. nerd, that's, people would always make fun of them for knowing the minutia of comic book details and all the story arcs that go into it. How do you think you keep a serial going? I mean, they're going to run out of stories eventually. So that's what you do. You you have these uh, comic book tropes, which is the the hero always comes back. What did alive. I just hear? They're rebooting. Are they rebooting the Scream franchise? Yeah, it's already happened. Scream oh, did they came, do it already? Yeah, Scream came out in January, and it didn't have any Nev Campbell or yes, it did. Oh, it did. So that's not a reboot. That's, that's just, just a, a continue- continuation. Okay. They rebooted Spider Man. Mm-hmm. They rebooted Fantastic Four. They haven't. What do you mean? Yes, they did. When? They did two with Michael Chiklis as the thing, and then they And they did, both sucked. And then they did another one. And it sucked. Yeah, but they rebooted it. And it wasn't the MCU. This would have been Sony, right? Yes. Yes. I feel like the X-Men never decided if they were rebooting or not, because like different characters would change, and, but Hugh Jackman was always Wolverine, no matter what. Well, they, they did a, a Days of Future Past art, too, which is set in the future. I mean, there's Guess time what? travel... You don't like that stuff. That the one where the Days of Future Past was barely a good movie. I, I loved it. I would say it. You know, it was the last good X Men movie, not counting Logan. Was that what it was called? Mm-hmm. The one where he's an old man. Was that just called Logan? It was. That was solid. That was good stuff. But anyway, I lay out a case for why they should just go ahead and hit that button sooner rather than well, later. Well, do you not like the interconnectivity con- of all of the different properties? I do, that- but now it's just gotten so complicated. It's just layers upon layers and all That's these. That's what comic books are. It's, it, it, Have you ever gone to Wikipedia and looked through a comic book wiki? I mean, it's just as dense and, and uh, complicated. They even hit the reboot on Marvel Comics when they did uh, Several Ultimates. times. Yeah, it's just well, like all right, no, we're... that's not no, no, no. You're you're wrong on that. The Ultimates was a different brand. It's a different universe. The the normal car, uh, but it was Marvel... basically like we're going to start over again. Peter no, Parker's it, back in high school. It was set, I, it was set in a different universe. Six one six Marvel is oh is God. the original Marvel universe, and then they have different numbered universes with different okay. things going on. Yeah, that's the point where it gets too nerdy for me. I don't. I love it. Nerdy. Nerdy, I say. I don't you like think- my superhero movies to be too nerdy. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> to the point where I'm like, who, what, where are they? You don't like what's kn- the rules? What are the rules of this? You don't like knowing those things? No. Why? You don't like knowing the little insider baseball? I about mostly it? like uh, superpowered guys punching other superpowered guys. That's mm. why Iron Man and Captain America were really good. No. Okay. Whatever. Yeah, they're good. <laughs> <laughs> San Francisco bird feeder. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
Urban Dictionary. <laughs> we, uh, I, I worked out something. Oh, I really great. racked my brain over this one. So, Joanna, tell us what the Urban Dictionary word or phrase of the day is again. Your phrase was Irish handcuffs. Nico finished his before I did, so that means you get to go first. All right. Nico, what's your answer for Irish handcuffs? In a, the Sir, Urban Dictionary. Game. Sergio is still so mad at you. <laughs> I thought I tried hey, to you make. Had just want him back. I tried to make amends. I didn't give any spoilers. Do, just because he enjoys nothing in life doesn't mean the rest of us can't <laughs> enjoy things in life. I know. Look, don't let Buzz's misery <laughs> dictate no, when what I enjoy. When I enjoy something, I'm the first one to say I really enjoyed it. <laughs> okay, Irish handcuffs. I have two, Joanna, and I'm. And do I get to say? Oh, do I have to pick one? Yes. Yeah. Okay, I'm gonna say Irish handcuffs are like the game Edward Forty Hands, <laughs> where you duct tape a a uh, large bottle of malt liquor okay. to your hands, but instead of uh, uh, Old English, it's Jameson bottles. <laughs> <laughs> because you go with the Irish whiskey. Irish spirit. Yeah. I love it. Wait, That's is that not, right? No, it's not, but I do love that answer. Oh, I went a totally different direction. Okay, Buzz, what's your definition for Irish handcuffs? And I think when you said, oh, this, like you see Mexican people Mexicans do it as well. Mexicans do it, white people do it. I thought Lots maybe it was it. a Catholic, like there's some kind of Catholic thing. So <laughs> Irish handcuffs. Uh-huh. It's when an Irish guy gets his girlfriend pregnant, and then he has to marry her. Oh. So oh, you, you've ever heard, to her yep, for life. like the old ball and chain. So Nailed those are your Irish handcuffs. Oh, I got, I knocked up. Good answer. Mary Kate. Good or answer. Is it? It's it's real good, but it's not the answer. Okay, can I do my one? Yeah, do your other one. Then. Okay, my other one is you know when uh, couples will link their arms to drink champagne together. Oh yeah, <laughs> get out your linking. It's arms. that except with Killians. With Killians. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? One another one, and I used to see this, but I would not associate it with Irish. Okay. At the state fair, if you saw like a couple. On the younger side, but they're definitely a couple, and they're wearing like Wranglers and boots. Mm-hmm. They walk, and she has her hand inside his, his back, back pocket, pocket, and he has her hand, his hand inside In her, her back pocket. Right. No. That's redneck handcuffs. Redneck handcuffs. <laughs> <laughs> so that's why I didn't go with that one because I didn't know. Oh, these were all great answers. Unfortunately, none of them were right. <laughs> and I'm amazed you didn't get it. Irish handcuffs is when a person is carrying an alcoholic beverage in both hands at the same time, i.e. Double, double fisting. fisting. I kind of got there with my, my... Kind of, yeah. you With your duct tape Jameson. Jameson bottles. If you had just added another duct tape Jameson to the other hand. I guess I, I needed... I both. I needed a... <laughs> and what's that called? Edward 40. 40 hands. Edward yeah. 40. No, no, that one is weirder than the Irish handcuffs. You, you can't take it off until. Did you just Google handcuffs? Yeah, I go, well the, it, Irish the handcuffs. contest is over, so I googled Irish handcuffs. It's got somebody holding two Guinnesses. Yes. <laughs> wait, why would you do that? Because you're taking it back to someone else, or you just bought Are two you just so you don't have to two, wait in line twice? You've never had two drinks at once. At once. We just have two. Yeah, but I'm I've trying had to think. People buy me a drink while I already had a drink. If somebody so, bought um, you a drink, or while you have a drink, you've yeah, got to sit there. You got to just take it. Or like Buzz was about to say, if the line is really big at a bar or something, yeah. I'll get two. D- take two because you don't want to go back again yeah. and wait in that line. 
Would you do that even if it were like a, a like a free beer, like a keg, but there's a line at it, or is yeah. it yeah. like take two at that one time? Dude. Yeah. Hey, I'm gonna get two. Give me Irish handcuffs. Irish handcuff me. Okay. But you guys had really good answers, so four points for both of you. Oh, Ooh. four points uh-huh. to Hufflepuff. <laughs> I'm Ravenclaw, actually. It's the Buzz Adams Morning Show Podcast. Hollywood news with uh, Joanna coming up here in just a few minutes. El Paso weather brought to you by Painted Dunes Desert Golf Course. Set up all your tee times reservations online at PaintedDunes.com. Sunny today, 95. I have a feeling that if we if we don't hit 100 this week, definitely next week. Because it's, it's Could been, you feel it? Yeah, oh, it's, it's hot. Happen. Yesterday it was baking. Was it, it, was it also pretty windy yesterday? Because it was. Then when yeah. it's hot and it, the wind's blowing, it's like that hot dog breath right in your face <laughs> when you're outside. Sunny today, 95. Winds are going to be about 5 to 10 miles an hour for most of the day. Tomorrow, mostly sunny. No rain in the forecast. I should point that out. Oh, here you go. 99. So tomorrow it could, you know, just warm up one more degree than expected and hit 100. Uh, continued sunshine, no rain in the forecast through the week. Highs in the mid to upper 90s. And that is El Paso weather brought to you by Painted Dunes Desert Golf Course. I'm going to check in at our website, KLEQ.com, just to talk about a few things. Joanna's got a video up. She was showing me, or I walked by when she was showing somebody else. <laughs> The Kitty Cafe opened at Sunland Park Mall. Yes. My daughter really wanted to go to that, but she overslept. But I didn't get the concept. I thought... Do you bring a cat? Do you bring a cat and have coffee with it? You would not be surprised how many people thought that. Same exact thing. So that's not what it is. It's not what it is. It's not take a cat, leave a cat. It's also not BYOC. (laughs) (laughs) The cats are already there for you. BYOC. You oh. can sip and sit with the kitties. There are cats on, on premises. Then. Yes. Okay. That there's already cats there. You can pet them. Uh, you do need to sign a waiver before you go in. Like what? If they scratch you? Or if they scratch you or you anything like that. have a severe allergic then, reaction? So that or? there's not so many people in at once and scaring the cats. You know, they, they try to reserve a certain amount of number of people who go in. Uh, you can do that online. I have a link on there for you if you want to go ahead and fill it out before you get there, reserve a time, and then get to know some of the kitties, like Mr. Bananas. Was that the one that got hit by a car? Yes. Uh. <gasps> he had a reconstructive surgery recently. Oh, no. And he has a few more vet appointments before he goes to his forever home. You can also adopt some of the kittens that are there. What a cool... Co- and it's a cafe? It's a cafe, so they've got coffee, lemonades, teas... Don't you can take your don't bring do you bring your own can you bring your own cat? No, you cannot okay. bring All your right. own cat. No BYOC. Not bring your own cat. They've got cats that are already there. Yes. Have you been already, Joanna? Yes, I have. Have you noticed these scratches on my arms? What's well, from there? It's from there. God, I don't know how cat owners get used to having scratches it's on the their arms. It's the most toxic relationship I'm in. <laughs> the, <laughs> the, those are cat cafe scratches? Yes. Mainly because I really wanted to grab one of them. She's like a mixed Maine Coon. 
so adorable. Her name is Yuki, but she's very spicy. Ooh. Yeah, Joanna's forearms look like uh, the little girl in The Exorcist when the demon took over. <laughs> they did. <laughs> Nico's got a story up. Woman throws, oh my gosh. Woman throws urine on El Paso <sighs> PD officer. That's right. Uh, one Monday night in April, uh, police showed up to a store to find a woman arguing with a uh, somebody else in the store. By the night's end, however, someone felt the tepid yellow revenge of the unwelcome wizard of Wee. She, uh, That's beautiful. Where did she get the pee from? Yeah. Was it her pee? It was. Was she walking around just in case she got arrested with no, a cup of pee? She, so this, was it fresh? The, it wasn't at the scene. Uh, after police uh, arrived, uh, they could tell she was drunk, uh, intoxicated, uh, not really verbalizing things in coherent ways. So they ended up arresting uh, the woman. And when she was being transported to, or after she was transported to a county, uh, she picked up an object, she urinated on the object, and then threw her urine-soaked object at a police officer. Well, well I feel like I need to know what the object They don't was. say what the object like is. Like if it was a rock or a sponge. A there's sponge? A lot of, right? There's a lot of... Did they give her extra charges? For assaulting uh, an officer? That's, right? a, that's a very good question. Um, she, I mean, she's still uh, in the, for the, the original like usually, charges. You, sometimes you hear stories and somebody like, spat at the officers mm-hmm. and there's a very serious charge because that's a bodily fluid. So mm-hmm. I guess probably, you know. P would definitely count, right? Yeah. You got to be real angry to throw P at somebody. Real drunk, I guess. Mm-hmm. Ver- Veronica's got an article about Riverfest in Farmington. Ooh. Joanna, are you aware Where that is for a Farmington? Few- Farmington is I'm up by the Colorado of- border south of Durango. Okay, I was not aware of Farmington nor of Riverfest. Yeah, Farmington, New Mexico. Where- are you aware that for a few years we did like a river raft race, except we never knew if the river was going to have any water in it or not? I was aware of that, yeah. <laughs> Well, I was looking at the pictures of the video, and this is way up in north northern New Mexico. So they're like whitewater rafting. People are out there oh, in rafts. Okay. Ours, most years, you had to pick some, pick up your craft and carry it because <laughs> you don't run up against a sandbar usually. Oh, no. Also, there's trees and grass. Ours was just out in the upper valley in the desert, mm-hmm. and hopefully there was some water. And I think the reason we had to cancel is just we, you know, we... we there became, ain't no more water. Right. It all depended on if they released some of the water from Elephant Butte, was my understanding, whether oh, or not we okay. get enough. Yeah, most... Don't they know the plight of the river rafters? But this looks like a fun festival. But you would have to drive almost all the way to the Colorado border. Have you ever heard It's not out of the question for have me. You ever I've heard been needing to make a run. <laughs> <laughs> All the way to Colorado? You d- you just need to go to New Mexico. <laughs> Las Cruces no, it- is right there, dude. Yeah. Uh, I got a soft spot for Colorado. A- I love the scenery. Rocky Mountain High. <laughs> Colorado. You know, I really do it for the trip. It's a beautiful journey. I like the scenery. Yeah. You know, you get up there. If I were going to go that close, Farmington's only... You know, just a few extra 
miles and you're up there in Durango. Rocky Mountain High. I like the part when he goes high in Colorado. <laughs> Time for Showbiz News Entertainment uh, headlines with Joanna Barber. Good morning, Joanna. Good morning. It sounds like Rob Zombie is trying to fit every plot point from TV's The Munsters into his upcoming film remake of the classic sitcom. Because according to original Munsters cast member Butch Patrick, the Zombie Munsters movie is nearly three hours long. Patrick, (laughs) Okay. Hour and a half for The Munsters. Good God. (laughs) That's about it, right? Right. Batman barely got me to sit still for three hours. (laughs) (laughs) I think Rob Zombie has got a unrealistic view of the public demand for a Munsters three-hour movie. (laughs) Patrick played the child werewolf Eddie Munster on the original CBS series, and he apparently has recently seen an early cut of the zombie film that he said extends past the two-and-a-half-hour mark. However, uh, Dread Central added that the final runtime is unconfirmed, despite (laughs) the actor's confident assessment. The Munsters is said to be released soon and has a PG rating. Wait, how, how does Butch Patrick know all this? Because he saw an early cut oh, of it. okay, got it. Pay attention. <laughs> We're finding out a little bit more about the Dirty Dancing sequel. We know that Jennifer Grey is coming back as Baby Houseman and that the movie will take place in the 90s and Baby is returning to the Catskills Resort Kellermans. Apparently, the original took place in the early 60s. I never saw Dirty Dancing and it was I a huge phenomenal it. hit. Mm-hmm. Like when I was in college, probably. Okay. Maybe high school. So, hungry eyes. I love that song. Well, according to this, it says it'll be a coming-of-age romance about a young woman, but Baby's own journey will intertwine with that story. We'll also see, also probably see more familiar faces than Jennifer's. They're looking to bring back as many people from the original. Baby's dance partner, Johnny, will be part of the story, but obviously Patrick Swayze can't come back. But the producers are in talks with his estate about whatever it is that they are planning. As Just use footage and have him come back like he did in Ghost. <laughs> what did we say? It was going to be a crossover. The crossover. A crossover yeah. with Ghost and Dirty Dancing. <laughs> It's the multiverse of da- dirty dancing. <laughs> Everything is just going to be the multiverse now. <laughs> Do they have a title for it yet? Yeah, nothing has to make sense anymore. Just say it's a multiverse. <laughs> <laughs> Not anything has to make a goddamn lick of sense anymore. Now you're just projecting your anger. Yeah, but, but speaking of let's multiverse. Have fight, let's have Patrick Swayze uh, throw people out of a bar and fight Russians in Colorado while we're at it. <laughs> right. and you get both of those? Um, Roundhouse? Roadhouse. 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 And cocktail. No. Don cocktail. No. It was Tom Cruise. Tom Cruise. (laughs) (laughs) You know, there's probably an alternate universe somewhere in the multiverse where Patrick Patrick Swayze Swayze was in cocktail. Yeah. Yeah. Multiverses. Don't you love them? (laughs) No. (laughs) Speaking of. Go back to your corner, baby. Elizabeth Olsen isn't the biggest fan of Marvel movies, even though she plays the powerful Scarlet Witch. Wait, isn't the biggest fan? This says she isn't, but she says she for sure doesn't side with its critics, like Martin Scorsese, who says that they are not cinema, or Francis Ford Coppola, who said that they are all the same. In an interview with The Independent, she said, quote, I'm not saying we're making indie art films, but I just think that it takes away from our crew, which bugs me. These are some of the most amazing set designers, costume designers, camera operators. I feel diminished 
punishing them with that kind of criticism takes away from all the people who do award-winning films that also work on these projects. Elizabeth, she yeah. understands the criticism from an actor's point of view because it's a different time of type of performance, but hearing Marvel get thrown under the bus makes her feisty when thinking of all the talented crew people. I feel like I can't even comment on this story because I'm, you know, pissing people off a spoiler. But no, just that it... You've already done it, I mean... Well, yeah, you've really pissed off Sergio, but... Okay, you, well, do you agree I'll... with this sentiment, though? Because you you probably were always in the Martin Scorsese camp and the Coppola camp, Coppola, that you never considered these movies cinema, right? I would love to see Martin Scorsese do like a Spider-Man movie, like some kind of noir take on <laughs> Spider-Man or Wolverine. I think that'd be great. Wait, what are you asking me? Oh, my God. You know, sometimes with with some of the Marvel universe, I think that it is people are getting out their indie art film things with some of the visuals, you know. Okay. What's well, a good example of that? Did you ever watch a show called Legion? It wasn't in the MCU, but it was supposed to be like the son of Charles Xavier. Yes. I didn't watch it, but I know about the character. Yeah. A lot of it seemed like nothing's happening, but there are some interesting shots. You know what I mean? It's like the story and the characters were not compelling, but it was like... Cinematically beautiful. Cinematically, somebody kind of had an idea for a scene, and somehow they got a network to pay for him to put together a montage of all these scenes they want to do. It It was visually stunning to watch. Speaking of which, do you want me to run... Avatar 2 for you now? Yeah, right? I mean, might as well. Might You're as well. on a roll. Let's do it. I saw yeah. the trailer, and it's 12 years later, and somehow the CGI doesn't look as good as it did 12 years ago. So, so, Granted, I did see it so in 3D in the theater, and I saw the trailer exactly. in, in 2D, and really the 3D was the best part, which you can't say about any other. There's no other movie where you say the 3D is the, the best part, part as a compliment. Mm-hmm. Well, we've gotten a lot of requests for you to do a trailer breakdown of the Avatar movie. All right, here you go. There's a bunch of blue people. They're swimming a lot in this one. They're not flying as much. Yeah, they're flying. They're going to the ocean. They got their dragons, but their dragons <laughs> take them to the ocean. So The Way of Water, coming soon. Mm-hmm. A baby was born during Metallica's concert on Saturday in Brazil. The fan was 39 weeks pregnant and went into labor during the encore. She gave birth during Metallica's final song, Enter Sandman, at 11.15 Oh, my God. Did they sing, hush, little baby, don't say a word, as the baby was being born? It could have been. It could have been, right? It was during the encore. And never mind that noise you heard. <laughs> Medical it's just a beast, beast on under your, your bed, bed, in, in your, your closet, closet, in your head. So this is Metallica, right? Yeah, that's okay. what we're talking that's about, a Metallica, Metallica song. They could have okay. been playing Hush Little Baby, Don't Say a Word, when because the baby was actually was being born. having a baby. Right. Now you're caught up. Medical personnel were going to take her to the local hospital, but the baby was too close to arrival. The baby was named Luan, but the mother joked that she would name him James. Lars. Lars? Yeah. <laughs> Lars James is cool. a little more common. Yeah. And finally, it turns out that the same security company that worked at the event where Dave Chappelle was attacked was also on duty during the Astro World tragedy in Houston. Oof. So it's not been a great year for that company. 
They're called Contemporary Services Corporation, and sources say that their practice of hiring inexperienced staff as independent contractors might have something to do with failures at both events. They're setting records. This is the same. Okay, so I was reading this a little bit more about the story. It's the same company who did the, uh, you remember the country music? festival in, oh, in Vegas Vegas mm-hmm. they, the shooting they were security but they they really can't put any of the blame on the security right, because this guy, guy was, was shooting from a hotel right right you know, right with a, with a long-range rifle so yeah there wasn't much they could do with that one it doesn't seem like they're trying to give them any any blame for that but Astro yeah. world and then Dave Chappelle yeah they just let some dude run on the stage nobody stopped him Hey, somebody should stop and that And he guy. got beat down, but not by security. Right. Everybody on that stage, nobody was wearing like a bright yellow security shirt. I'm telling you, they need to get the people that they get for the dawn. I've always wanted to do that. Concerts. Yeah. Wearing those green shirts. They will take you out. With your entertainment news, I'm Joanna Barba. It's the Buzz Adams Morning Show podcast. Double check uh, for me. We gave away... All the tickets that we had to give away to, for today, right? Yes, we did. All right. All the packs? <laughs> All the packs. All the pairs? Jorge was our Scorpions winner, and Steve was our Chihuahuas winner. Now, uh, for the Chihuahuas, that game is tomorrow, so come and pick up those. What well, I don't know. Are they saying you got to come pick them up? Or? Yes. Okay, so come pick you those come up. Pick those up We're going to have another five-pack tomorrow. Mm-hmm. The game is tomorrow night. Scorpions and White Steak, that's still a ways off. So our winners all this week are winning before you could buy them. And we're going to have more tickets throughout the day today and throughout the week. So we'll definitely have another pair of tickets to see Scorpions and White Snake September 19th at the Don Haskins Center. In addition to on air, we've got some tickets to give away via the KLAQ mobile app, and those are exclusive contests. So another way you can win is through the KLAQ mobile app. It is a free download, of course. Well, I had to uh, text Joanna in the afternoon yesterday <laughs> to let her know that they caught that uh, renegade lovebird couple. I, we assume yeah. that is a lovebird situation. He, didn't the, he call her? Oh, my God, yes. His wife? When the cops caught up to them and the, the car had flipped, he kept saying, like, you need to help my wife. They'd been on the run. So this is a, 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 a inmate in jail accused of murder, Casey White. No and relation. Was sprung by no relation, Vicky White. Vicky White, who was the like the second in command at the jail in Lauderdale County, Alabama. They'd been on the lam for eleven days, and they were finally spotted and apprehended in Indiana. But she, the story that we're getting shot herself and died later. Do you know the sequence of events that led to their arrest? I think they got a tip on Sunday. Uh, they were closing in on a hotel. The The two were fleeing in their car and then uh, the police in Indiana one of their police vehicles rammed the car they were in. Uh, they apprehended the, the prisoner well, it flipped, I think. The car flipped. Oh, did it flip? Yeah. Yes. Have you seen the car bus? No. Uh, flipped. He was driving, supposedly. She was the passenger. She was pinned in it, and he got out, and and reportedly what he said was, you've got to help my wife. 
she's shot, but I didn't shoot her, right? Yes. He made it clear that he was not the one who I shot her. I didn't do her. it. It wasn't me this time. This time. Here is this the uh, Lauderdale County Sheriff, Rick Singleton, explaining uh, briefly what happened. In, in a vehicle. They ran in a vehicle in a Cadillac. Now... Sheriff Rick Singleton, who we just heard there, we had heard some quotes from him when they first made this escape. And he was saying, Vicki White, you know, is above reproach. Um, She's got an unblemished record. And this is the last thing anybody in the sheriff's department could imagine Vicki White ever doing. But I did read, like, the people who worked with her at the jail... Remember, this guy hadn't been convicted of this yet, so he was in jail. Mm-hmm. The people that worked there said, nah. She was showing real favoritism toward her, toward the inmate, and they weren't surprised at all. That they escaped together? They weren't surprised. Other people in the jail weren't surprised by this. Other people that worked in the jail. So I'm going to play a little bit of uh, audio here. It's a UFC fighter named Joel Bauman who uh, won his match at Fury FC 61 against Reese Forrest. And while celebrating his victory, he was talking about his previous fight, which he lost. And he was explaining, in the mi- like right after the fight in the middle of the ring, he's explaining why he lost, and he lists a number of reasons that he might have lost that fight. And then he gets, he really... Let me guess some of the uh, <laughs> reasons that he might have given for losing the fight. Uh, exhaustion. That's one of them. Um, poor diet. No. Okay. Um, mm, Here, let's listen. Okay. Oh. That's believe it oh. or not, the okay. fact that he's got an NFT that's going to change the for fight UFC. Game. That's not the shocking thing oh. that he said. Okay. <laughs> oh. Wow. Uh, oh no. Wait, what? You missed. You know what? Let me start over at the okay. beginning. Nobody talk until. Fighter Joel Bauman gives all the reasons he lost his last fight. What? Whoa. <laughs> Whatever. It doesn't matter. I'm here. I, had, I have the herp. I got the herp. Twice. I was just wondering. <laughs> I got medication for it. I'm okay. Same week. I'm on Valtrex now. Whatever. MMA <laughs> is where sometimes you could end up like in a scissor lock between some guy's legs. <laughs> And they wear those kind of like panties, almost. Okay. It is one of those things. Yep. Are you getting close contact? Th- Are you saying, you could he get herpes from another fighter? I was thinking, could he give herpes oh. to he another fighter? Herpes. Like if you, if, if Joel Bauman, hold on, let me hear this clip one more time. <laughs> Nobody blinks. There's the, the, the ring announcer who's got the microphone who's interviewing, and you see a couple people in the background. Nobody... Yes, yes. Herpes twice. Yeah, herpes. Makes yeah. sense. We certainly understand that. Understand it. Is, now, just as an MMA, MMA fighter, if I had to go up against Joel Bauman, I would say, hey man, I'm, I'm not really sure. Maybe we should make headlocks with your legs off limits for this fight. <laughs> or maybe wear like a Kotex or something. Some kind of padding down there. <laughs> Ew, herpes. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Having people, wasn't there like an outbreak of some kind of skin, like MRSA? Make him wear a mask. A mask? <laughs> the guy in the headlock or the guy with the herp? No, I'm picturing the guy with the herpes putting the head, the like a leg lock. Uh-huh. I, Where do you think herpes lives? On legs? No, no, no. But your head might be right up against <laughs> his grundle. 
All right, if you're that's possible. If Sometimes your face scrapes his I grundle, it. could it get through? I don't watch a lot of MMA, but it seems like a thing that might happen is that your face would come in contact with, with your opponent's grundle. With yeah. grundle? Right. It's the crimes of Grundlewald. <laughs> I don't know. I might I might think about tapping out a little early if I got in that situation with this. Grundle to face <laughs> transmission. Very common for the herpes. All right. Uh, we got to wrap up. There's going to be some more Scorpions White Seat tickets coming your way this very day. And we'll have some more tomorrow, too. So long. We'll talk to you again.